Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Only four holds to play for Shoffley and Cantlay. As I said, they are the superstar pairing here. And uh, New Orleans, Shoffley number 12 in the world, Cantlay number four. They have 30 under. And they're playing the 15th. So uh, the end of the round is approaching and uh, they've got a nice two-shot buffer. Thanks to Mate. Award-winning Aussie service mobile plans from 20 bucks. Time to talk to Katie Brown from uh, SEN and Channel 7. Um, well, more important things, Katie, how did the move go on Saturday? Oh, it went well. Um, no arguments between mum, dad and I. So that was, that was a win. Isn't it the <laughs> lowest job in the world, though? Moving house? Oh, I realised <laughs> how much I hate it. And <laughs> I, I realised how much I was whinging. Yesterday, Webby pulled me up. He was like, mate, whinging doesn't suit you. And I said, I'm just so tired. No, well, it's exactly what, look, and when it comes to the seven sports department and, and whinging, Webby's got a mortgage on it. So <laughs> don't try and take <laughs> over his territory. <laughs> That's why he's, he's a bit jealous. Oh, it makes uh, me feel better. <laughs> I've never found it uh, that bad, you know, moving. I'd just continue to play away, uh, you know, and, and yeah, exactly I'd right. go back to my new you unit. You three parts of your life on the road. Yeah, Helen, well, Helen had to do yeah, it. Yeah, Helen <laughs> actually moved me out in and out of an apartment <laughs> when I wasn't even living with her when I was away. So, yeah. Oh, you're a shocker. No, it's not that bad. All and right. Well, listen, for you, Coffee Club's going to be a lot more fun this week, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, for a moment there, I thought, oh, dear, here we go. Broncos, I'm going to have to enjoy whatever uh, positivity is left. And there was not much <laughs> to hype up about, particularly when Payne Huff uh, was carrying that AC joint injury. But now they've got the win over the dogs. That should give them a bit of confidence. I hope they can roll that into this week. But uh, against the Sharks, Thursday night, Talakai, Katoni Stags cannot wait. Mm. Now, is Cal- Talakai dead set only eligible for New South Wales? Yes, I, we checked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and I've checked a lot. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found we found a couple of. So, are you absolutely sure? Was there Apparently an allegiance? He's never even been to Queensland. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> and I said, well, that hasn't stopped us in the past. No, that's right. That'll be in Queensland. Um, now, I'm wondering if you made a few trips to Queensland, which a lot of people do. No. And you know, Greg. <laughs> I, I spoke to Rob Willis from the Sharks and he said, Paddy, he said he hasn't even been to Queensland. I said, well, what about this thing in Wiki that said, you know, that he, you know, his mother's got ties to Queensland. He said, hey, uh, he said, I think someone may have just thrown that in. Billy Slater wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Kate, did you, did you instantly improve in your feelings when the Bronx got to 10-6 from 10-0? Did it feel better right from that early stage? 
Absolutely not. No. no. I think it was the second half where I thought, okay, now now we're good. When I saw Adam Reynolds and like he had some huge moments, especially with his kicking game, and I thought, okay, now he's really steering it. But also I think he really injected that confidence. Like Kurt Capewell's such a workhorse as well, and I feel like they came together. And then with Cobbo, Cobbo mm-hmm. just kept popping up in all the right places, didn't he? And he was, oh, so great to watch. Well, that, that has proved the masterstroke, hasn't it? Keeping resisting. The opportunity to put him back at fullback when they've got so many fullback dramas there. Gambling with Tamara, who was outstanding, and leaving Cobo on the wing. So, you know, Kevy and his coaching staff have got to get a wrap for that for a start. Yes, I 100% agree. And I think because they were even contemplating Herbie Farnworth, but instead of ruining the confidence of these young kids, they really need to keep the, the stars of the future in their preferred positions, which Ben Iken's been really open about as well, because there's no point changing a spine just in the hope of having a better player there. And Tamari Martin playing at fullback wasn't. Like, for a first game back, I oh, can't, can't help but that was the feel-good. If they lost, that was the positive shining light in all of yeah. it. Yeah. Now, on the Gold Coast, they mm. are changing things around and trying to sort of spark some sort of confidence, whether that be in David Fafita or to maybe give him some desire to get back in the pack maybe but it it didn't work what what are your thoughts on those changes no it didn't work but also like he hasn't played there so you think that back playing at the back row and playing at center is similar and people will tell you oh yeah it's same same but defensively like he got shown up he he got exposed and i think when he gets more confidence there. Like, if they were winning, he would have run rampant. I think because he's a confidence player, he knew he was playing out of position, he knows he's um, being sort of taunted by people on the outside, that there's he's young, so there's a lot of pressure yeah. on him. But let's not forget, like, sure, he's getting paid huge money. So is Tino. And, like, where's the pressure on the halves? Toby Sexton and AJ Brimson went missing. Like, Toby Sexton can't even throw a pass to another player's chest at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah there's going to be some there's going to be some real navel gazing down there as I said that, that this may have been the reality check they need because they had losses sure but the losses were close. This one was just a blow. And look, you've got to give a rap to the Cowboys. I mean, mm. you know that they, they too were under pressure at the start of the season but they're the best of the Queenslanders at mm. the moment. I think we forget to give more praise to the Cowboys because maybe uh because they are so far away. But they were, like, look at their lineup. And at the start of the year, everybody down south was saying that it'd be between them, Dragons and Tigers for the Wooden Spoon. They're the most successful Queensland team at the moment. And you're right, like, for two back rowers who have played now seven games each in Lukey and Nanai, they are knocking on state of origin doors. Mm. They have been. Such a, like for the the simbing from Nana, I didn't love that. But however, that um, acrobatic flying game he plays, he scored all his tries off running up and, and flying high and being able to catch it midair. Maybe AFL is Jeremiah's calling up the <laughs> NRL. Well, I was the, it, it was going on obviously when I finished the news on Saturday night. I was in the car driving home. They had Laurie Spiner. I think it was on the ABC. I was listening, and Laurie Spiner was doing the expert commentator. He said. He said, you watch him when he jumps. He turns himself in the air sort of to mm. sort of catch it with the back to the dead ball line rather than facing yeah. the dead ball. And he said, 
He said, I haven't seen anyone in all my years of, of watching and, and playing league, someone that's been able to do that. And, and I, I saw it, and that's exactly what he does. He turns himself in midair and catches it with his back to the back, to the dead ball line. It's, yeah, you're right, he's, he's so exciting to watch. What, and what, who was it, Reese Kennedy that took the centre kick from Cobbo? Yes. Yeah, he, he did that too. Well, that was a really nice pick-up and pirouette and try, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, look, I don't know that's whether that was intentional. <laughs> but we we do forget that how how hard that is when they make it look so easy, yeah. don't we? Like yeah. serious body ready to bump you. Hey, the standout obviously of Penrith—they're just untouchable at the moment. They just killed teams like yesterday, oh. that uh, last night. That that stat that came out of that Canberra game—the Canberra did not have a tackle inside Penrith's half in the second half. It's it's just phenomenal. They they kill you by you know death by a thousand cuts at the moment. They cannot lose twenty one straight. People were getting all upset because the Penrith fans were down in Canberra doing the Viking Cup, which I have absolutely no problem with because it it, it is it's not nasty, but it's the game and Raiders are woeful. But I do think we need to give credit to Penrith because they are just so good. Even Webby was getting excited watching the footy, and we know he doesn't. You know, it takes a bit for, for him to get really worked up, but he's like, they're outstanding! Because every set, Panthers kept pushing, kept pushing. Before we knew it, they were starting their set on the halfway mark. They were attacking from halfway, and it, it was just grind. And Raiders had no more. Xavier Savage made an error. Boom, and then that was the roll on. It just well, feels like it just feels like they're not going to get injuries either. No, no. They just want to be there. You know, West Tigers followed up uh, their win against the Eels with one against the Rabbitohs. What was their quality like, Katie? Oh, it was it was there. Like you've got to. You've got to praise them as well. West Tigers are making Madge lose all the hair maybe on his arms now because he's got no hair left on his head. <laughs> but another another one-point win, oh, that is stressful stuff. Um, I haven't thought that the Rabbitohs have been playing very well, but don't want to take that away from Tigers. I think they're finding a way to win. And they're also putting in that grind. Their forwards are continuing to put in that effort. And now that there's some confidence about uh, Luke Brooks, He's got almost like that big brother in Jackson Hastings who's looking after him. And Hastings is more than happy to take on the line. He's more than happy to uh, take some of the load off Brooksy. And he's, like, even just listening to to Jackson Hastings, do you notice how passionate he gets Mm. about his coach, about his teammates? I love that. And and it's changing the way Tigers play. Yeah, It's been a masterstroke bringing him back. I mean, as we know, once they go to the Super League... Uh, they're, they're normally at the end of their tether here with the NRL, and he had quite a deal of time over in Super League, and they brought him back. So he's one of the few that comes back and has been, yeah, he's been a star. I mean, he's these old, games that they were losing early, he was out suspended. So yeah. well, I never would see him back in the NRL. Yeah. Like I certainly, I yeah, had my reservations, and Sam Ayub said to him, I read about it that he said, "Mate, go over. You're a boy. You'll come back a man." And that would have been hard for Jacko to take and think, oh, should I believe my player manager? Yeah. But good on him for doing it because he didn't have any other options and he has his comeback and they everybody loves him because they didn't love him when he was playing at Manly. <laughs> exactly right. 
Hey, Anzac Day today, uh, Roosters, Dragons, uh, the early game, Storm Warriors. Um, I, I don't know whether you caught the show on Wednesday last week with when Cam Smith is on with us, but he said aside from finals and origins, etc., this Storm Warriors game is the biggest, one of his biggest games of the year. He said simply because of, of the tradition and the way it's handled, because I, I'd had said that the AFL do the Anzac Day ceremony as good as anyone, and, and, the, and last night with uh, the Demons and Richmond, it was just haunting to watch it. It really was. And, of course, they'll do it so well this afternoon. But but Cameron Smith said, you know, the Storm Warriors, one they look forward to, they put it in the diary, mark it down every year. They can't wait and just to be a part of that pre-match. Oh, it's iconic. And uh, iconic when we start at 4 o'clock between Dragons and Roosters. And I feel like you both would feel the same feels that I feel. But every every sporting match, you know, seeing the last post um, makes us appreciate each year how lucky, thankful, grateful we are. And I, I get goosebumps every time. It doesn't matter that I've watched every NRL game and watched the last post for every NRL game or every AFL game. It still means as much, mm-hmm. and I think that's so important. And you can tell how much it means for the players too. And that, it doesn't surprise me that that would mean so much for Cameron Smith. And I love that it means so much to him and the rest of the NRL players. It's, it's beautiful. It may inspire something from the Dragons that, you know, at, at full, afternoon, yeah. full force, they, could, they should challenge the Roosters, shouldn't they? Oh, if you look at their team list, the Dragons should not be losing games. They oh. come off the back of a win in Newcastle last week. So, sure, give them that. Why they got rid of Tarek Sims, I do not know. He is one of their best forwards. Like, you know, he's supposed to start in the back row today. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes off the bench because he's now going uh, to Storm. But how you used to have Jack DeBellin in there over him. Ugh. Mm. This still amazed me. But, um, yeah, they sh- it should be a fairly close matchup. Uh, I think the spine is the the biggest concern. Like they've put M by back at full back and um, Jack Bird still gets a run there at five eight. So if they can I prefer M by at hooker. Um, but anyway, we'll see we'll see what happens yes. today. That doesn't get any easier next week. Bronx have got Sharks, Titans Titans have got Panthers uh, at C bus on Friday night, the early game Friday night. And the Cowboys have got the Eels. So the three Queensland teams facing real acid tests. Yeah, well, the Cowboys, they go to Darwin to play the Eels in that game. I um I think that could be a really, really good game yep. if Cowboys are in that match because then you go, wow, all right, real deal, here we go. They're sitting fifth at the moment after seven rounds, which is pretty incredible for the Cowboys considering, like we spoke about earlier, how bad we thought they'd be. Titans could be in for a real job. I mean, if you look at both of their games, Panthers have won 21 games straight. Titans have just been exploited left, right, centre by their Queensland counterparts. And mm-hmm. on Thursday night, we don't have to wait too long to see how Broncos go up against Sharks. I just hope that Broncos, you know how well they played against Roosters. I know they lost, but they just showed that they can play footy and they're playing for each other. They need to do that against Sharks as well. Well, they certainly do. I reckon Cowboys might be able to sneak into the semis, Paddy. And, you know, if, you know, they can't have injuries... Traditionally, they do get injuries, but they've got pace and they've got size, haven't mm-hmm. they, Katie? Yep. Oh, and the X Factor. Yeah. You know, you need that too. Chad Townsend, maybe he's been that sort of silent assassin. He's, 
he's just playing the role that needs to in that steadiness, the calmness. And like Dearden, seeing him come out of the blocks and seeing the confidence that kid has now, it makes you feel uh, really excited and happy for him because yep. he was a shadow of himself after he left Broncos. Yep. Hey, well, as I said, enjoy Coffee Club this week. Uh, Coffee Club heels, just for your info, is uh, all the journos. They sit down and watch the Broncos train. You know, have, I don't even know whether they watch training, to tell you little the truth. Little pastry. They, yeah, a little oh, pastry and a coffee so. club and have a coffee and chat away, have a little natter. Yep. Uh, You'd know a lot about it, Penny. <laughs> no, I'm not, not, for 30 not years. a coffee drinker. Yeah, I did it for yeah. about 30-odd years. <laughs> hey, Katie, great to chat, and uh, thanks for the wrap-up, uh, and we're looking forward to round eight. Uh, well, well, we're looking forward to this afternoon. Yes. Uh, as the... Uh, on Anzac yeah. Day, two huge games. Roosters, Dragons at four. Storm Warriors tonight at seven. Cuddy Brown, thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Cuddy. Thank you. Mate, Australia's most satisfied NBN customers. Internet from just 59 bucks. Search Mate online. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.